0: D&D fuels their imagination and makes them feel special, while drawing them deeper and deeper into the bowels of El Diablo.
1: Observe the previously unobservable.
2: I'm attacking the darkness!
0: (laughs) Roll the dice to see if I'm getting drunk!
3: Yeah, you are!
0: Are there any girls there? Yeah!
3: Anyone can play.
0: I don't really know the rules.
3: <laughs> Listen, there aren't any rules. It's a game of the imagination. Oh,
0: okay.
3: This is your character
0: sheet. Your name is Titania. I don't know what any of this stuff means. I'll help you. I'm the dungeon master. I control worlds, universes.
2: Okay, you guys can talk to each other now if you want
1: Welcome to episode 12 of DC RPG, the Hero Points Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Game Master Siskoid, and I'm here with my co-host, the player known to you as the irredeemable Shag. Say hi, Shag. Let's roll. <laughs> That's the end of the show. Oh. Um, <laughs> but we're gonna roll all day long. On this episode, we're fulfilling a Patreon promise. Uh, By reaching a certain level of pledging, you can unlock rewards. And one of these rewards was an actual True Blue DC Heroes role-playing session in which Fire and Water Network regulars and guests play heroes they are somehow associated with. Shag, we're not doing this alone, of course. Let's meet the rest of the table. First, from Nightcast and JLUcast, the inimitable Chris Franklin.
4: Hello, I have no idea what I'm doing.
1: And he means that about every (laughs) everything on the network. Uh, (laughs) Second... (laughs) From Zero Hour Strikes, uh, that podcast, the real Bas Lebec. Hey,
0: how's it going? I'm going to be Hawkman.
1: <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Don't sell it before we get to it. And finally, <laughs> friend to the network, Comics Pro, and himself a superhero gaming game master extraordinaire, and the reason I'm, feel, I'm feeling a little bit insecure today, uh, Mr. David Gallagher. Hey, guys. Thank you so much for having me today.
2: I just love that Ciscoid implies that Hawkman is selling it, but that's great. Okay. <laughs>
1: We've been talking about doing this for a while now. Uh, I know David has been very uh, insistent about being on it and uh, about pushing us to do it. And, of course, we put it on the Patreon, so we knew we one day would have to do it. Uh, and then, you know, immediately after we announced it, it was like a day later, we had to. Shag, you ready for this? <laughs> I mean, you're the co-host here. I'm Well, first of all, I haven't been the co-host since
2: this show launched like seven years ago. So I appreciate you having me back more than anything. I don't feel like a co-host <laughs> anymore. But I am so excited about this. I, I've been playing the Marvel game with a group locally. I haven't played the DC game in a while. So it, it feels really good to get these 10-siders in my hand
1: and get some rolls done. Yeah, you've got the original dice there, the, the little weird seven. I do, I do. I'm
2: so excited. I got my, I got my screen out. I got my second edition and my third edition. Oh, so much fun.
5: So what you're saying is,
2: you're a traitor uh, for playing the Marvel game. Uh, yeah. Well, that would be you, sir, who coerced me into trying the Marvel game again. So I am actually, I am sharing the love for both, uh, both products that neither one are in publication anymore
1: anyway. <laughs> So obviously you guys know what you're doing. Uh, Chris doesn't. And then uh, Bass is uh, more middling, I guess, because Bass has played this game with me in the past. Yes, I have. I played a weird
0: version of uh, Plastic Man.
1: There was that, and I think you also had that great Jester character who was uh, crossed between the Flash and uh, the Joker. Yeah, yeah, that was fun. That was a good character. Uh, So I will be acting as Game Master today, and for the purposes of this demonstration, I've elected to adapt the introductory Justice League International adventure included in the second edition boxed set. It's called Exposed. It was chosen for my familiarity with it, my players' unfamiliarity with it, the Bwahaha-era connection that ties back to Shag's most excellent JLI podcast. Wow, so nice. Everyone on this show has been a guest, by the way. It's true, it's true. And the fact that it's talky enough to play well on audio. But dear listener, this isn't the JLI you know. This is an alternate JLI with a different membership. So let's turn the microphone on the players and see who they are playing. Mr. Chris Franklin. I'm Batman. Are you that Batman? Are you the Knight?
4: Oh, you're just gonna have to wait and see which Batman I am. Mm, so many
1: choices. <laughs> Shag. Professor, how long's this gonna take? I've got basketball practice later.
2: I am Firestorm, the nuclear man.
1: The overpowered Firestorm. I know. Mm.
2: I tried to get him to let me play Blue Devil, people. He insists that I play Firestorm. I think he's funnier. It's because he wants to be my Professor
1: Stein. (sighs) Bass.
2: I'm Hawkman.
1: Yes, you are. And I I love this because I said characters you were associated with, and somehow your hate of Hawkman has associated him to you. (laughs) It's not hate. It's not
0: hate. It's disdain. But you know what? I'm, I'm going to be, I'm going to try and be Hawkman. You might hear a ca-caw, caw somewhere. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we'll look for it. Uh, and then of course, David Gallagher. By the power of the pyramids,
5: I am Golden Pharaoh. You may recognize me as a character that has appeared in the superpowers action figure collection, but has not appeared in mainstream comics yet. But today, I will make my grand appearance in Siskoid's Great Adventure.
1: And anyone listening who go to the Fire and Water Podcast Network website, you will find in our image gallery, I'll put all the character sheets that were made for this adventure and maybe a couple other little bits as well. So you can see the stats uh, as they are. In this, mm, superpowers... uh, I mean, everybody here has a superpowers figure. So it's like the superpowers-adjacent DC Universe. I'm so excited. Yeah, we're going to be somewhere in the early 90s. Maybe it's zero hour in deference to Bass, which would explain why these characters are like they are and members of the Justice League. Teenage Firestorm and Golden Pharaoh in the mix. And certainly no Hawkworld has corrupted Hawkman's history. Uh, And Batman is wherever Batman wants to be. (laughs) So we know the players. Without further ado, let's set the scene. So it's a dull Tuesday morning. Firestorm is alone on monitor duty in the JLI's New York embassy. They're all members. All these guys are members in this continuity. The seemingly endless row of glowing security monitors are, are currently blank. They've been blank for hours, doing like the late night shift. This
2: is so boring, Professor. Please let me play Pac-Man on the monitor.
1: Ronald, you have a duty to the Justice League. <sighs> And you know what? Maybe uh, television will help. And there's one screen that's always set on TV in case there's like a news alert. And each uh, channel's program, when you flick to it, it's about as exciting as, as the security monitors. Except for one. You see a face. All teeth. Looks vaguely familiar. The name Donovan on the screen. It hits home. <laughs> Juan Donovan is the tactless WGBS TV reporter whose Christmas special last year made people across the globe swear off TV forever. The show featured a small get-together between, you know, Nazis and skinheads and Satanists and and, uh, mud wrestlers. Unfortunately, it degenerated into screaming savage violence and, of course, got fantastic ratings. You know this. Professor, I just want to hit that guy with a chair. Well, in a better world, you might get to... That heartwarming special made Donovan a star, Firestorm, and most of the world sick. But anything is better than this torture called monitor duty. So, on the screen, Juan Donovan is grinning from ear to ear. His face is so close to the camera it looks like something out of a horror movie. And in the shadowy background, you note a Manhunter mask. (gasps) What? Professor, turn that... or. I guess I
2: better turn that up. (laughs) I turn up the TV to find out what is going on. I can do a thing,
1: Ronald. I turn up the TV to find out what's going on. A Manhunter mask, this can't be good. The camera seems to be stalking Juan Donovan as he tiptoes through a dark warehouse and there's like the mask was at the door. There's a clattering rack of lights following close behind him, illuminating his backside. Just like you can only see sort of five feet in front of him. Donovan stops, turns, beams at the camera. This is Juan Donovan. Broadcasting live from inside the former secret sanctuary of the surreptitious man-hunters. Yes, here in a hundrum Manhattan beach, the mysterious monsters known as the man-hunters hatch their sinister schemes against mankind. This warehouse has been sealed off forever since the man-hunters were defeated. Who knows what secrets the man-hunters kept here? What fantastic technologies could be stashed away in this vault? Donovan pauses. the camera comes in for another close-up. Who knows? Well, you'll know when we open the vault of the Manhunters right here on live TV right after this important message. Oh no, Professor. We've got to do something about
2: this. What if he opens in a a cache of weapons? Or what if there's any Manhunter robots in there? I hit the JLI uh, emergency beacon to call out to the team. You all receive that
1: beacon. Oh,
5: by the power of the pyramids, I am needed by the Justice League. I am sorry, but this opening of the casket of bast will have to wait
4: alfred it seems that my justice league communicator has sounded i must answer the call now
1: (laughs) what's this what's this sound you all beam into the embassy with those teleportation tubes Graciously donated by Hawkman himself. They're all Thanagarian, aren't they? And when the commercial ends, you're all in the room. It's a lot of commercials. Donovan is standing outside a large high-tech metal door. A group of WGBS technicians are cutting through it with a couple of acetylene torches, in case you've just tuned in. And some of you have. This is Juan Donovan, and I'm standing in front of the vault of the mysterious Manhunters. So strange, so amazing. What will we discover inside? What incredible secrets has this hidden race left behind? What is their legacy to us, the human race? And the technicians finish cutting the lock. They they step back, and the vault door swings open. It's dark inside, but once the camera and lights enter, there's nothing there. The vault is completely empty. Donovan stares into the vast hole.
5: By the evil powers set, what sort of evils is he trying to unleash on this earth?
1: Juan frowns in shocked, then really embarrassed manner and turns to the camera and with a sheepish grin, nervously chuckles. (laughs) I guess there's nothing here. Uh, Leave it to those lousy manhunters to disappoint couch potatoes across the globe. Well, this is Juan Donovan, ending his show very early. Uh, Thanks for tuning in, and be sure to catch my next show, Confessions of the Kinky Cowtippers. Huh? What? Huh? He's looking off camera. There's something there? Oh, let me see, let me see. Camera pans down to the far right corner of the vault, and there's a small dusty package right there.
3: Oh, here it is,
1: the forbidden secrets of the manhunters. The camera zooms in on the object. It looks like a high-tech video cartridge. Through the dust, the label is barely legible. Justice League International histories, secret identities to be programmed into infiltration android. Rocket Red. <gasps> Donovan picks up the tape, blows the dust off. <coughs> wow, the secrets of the Justice League International. We're playing this tape on tomorrow's show. Tune in for all the secrets, all the gossip, all the grime. Show mysterious, show bizarre. This is Juan Donovan. Goodbye, fans. See you tomorrow on Donovan and Music.
5: By the evil eyes of Osiris, what has he beset upon our earth?
3: Clearly, we have to find that tape and get it away from Donovan.
5: As Ashley Haversham, as an Egyptologist, my identity would be at great risk should it be exposed.
2: I'll get kicked off the high school basketball team. Apparently, nothing's going to happen to Hawkman.
0: <laughs> let's just go get it
1: (laughs) I will evoke a thought bubble forcing Hawkman to to reveal to us what he's thinking (sighs) what's Batman gonna do? (laughs) so what does the team do? Firestorm
2: turns to the leader who I guess is
4: Batman right?
2: (laughs) what are we gonna do Batman?
4: first we must infiltrate Donovan's security at the at the uh, studio and retrieve the tape that was the simplest answer
5: uh I have a question for the GM. Go ahead. Do we all know that Bruce Wayne is Batman? I don't believe so. Chris, do we know that you're Batman?
4: <laughs> uh, hmm, well technically Firestorm and Hawkman should know he's Batman, but uh, you know, I don't I don't know.
1: <laughs> Would you have told the Golden Pharaoh?
4: Mm
2: if we're if we're keeping with JLI it, by in spirit, uh, no yeah. one really
1: knew who he was.
4: Yeah, they they even thought that he, you know, when he was when he was Bruce Wayne, that he was he was Batman in disguise right. as Bruce Wayne. Right, so. right. <laughs>
1: that Bialya episode, yeah,
3: yeah. so right. good.
5: I don't know if I am wealthy enough, as Ashley Havisham, with all of my riches that I have uh, procured from my various dig sites, to just buy the studio outright. I wish that uh, I had the means and the resources to do something like that and then just buy it and some sort of corporate takeover. You know, if we were to study Egyptian law a little bit more, we would understand that various kingdoms were bought throughout the Egyptian empire. Alas, I do not have that,
2: that means of wealth at my disposal.
0: Yeah, Khufu used to do that. He was my favorite.
2: (laughs) Game Master, I'd like to offer up one hero point to pay if David will continue to call his character by its full name uh, and his secret identity, because I think that's hilarious.
1: (laughs) Granted.
4: Fantastic. Thank you. Seems like millionaire Bruce Wayne does owe me a favor. I might be able to call him and see if he can at least visit the studio and perhaps by gaining an interview with this horrible television host, somehow procure that tape.
2: I could just fly in there. If, if you can get us in there, I could just fly in there and zap it and turn it into a plastic daffodil.
4: You know, if you know
2: Bruce
5: Wayne so well, he could absolutely fund Ashley Haverstam's <laughs> into deeper Egyptian lore. There are so many sarcophagi and, and caskets to unveil deep within the archaeological digs of sub saharan Africa.
0: Guys, 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 I have an idea. We just go in there and we get it. Okay. You know, like, I use my mace and open up the door, and then I fly in. I love this I, plan. I take the tape, and then I leave.
1: What do you think, Professor? Well, it's certainly the direct approach, Ronald. He said yes, guys. <laughs> that's right. Nobody hears him. <laughs> nobody hears the professor.
5: So, yeah,
0: that's what I think, but, you know, I'm just a hawk.
5: Sometimes the direct approach is best. I mean, I remember back when hip. Uh, mighty God that birthed all the universe out of his loins. Well, you know what, that is an Egyptian story for another tale. But yes, I concur with what my fine feathered friend has suggested. Maybe perhaps it is best that we just favor the direct approach.
3: It's not who I am, but what I do that defines me. So we can just go in and get the tape. It's Crisis on Infinite Batmans.
1: <laughs> The a zero-hour issue where... Uh,
2: right, all of them show up. I can't wait for Chris to do the zebra one.
1: <laughs> well, the WGBS communications uh, office and these studios in particular are here in New York.
0: Oh, it said WGBS. I thought it was Wicked, but... All right, let's go get it, guys.
1: So obviously, Hawkman can fly and Firestorm can fly and the Golden Pharaoh can fly. Uh, how is Batman getting there?
4: Hmm... Well, see, I've teleported in, so do I have a. Uh, I've got enough Batmobiles, so I have a Batmobile at the, at the New York Embassy. Why not? Okay, I can carry you, Batman. No thanks, no thanks. I'll drive. <laughs>
2: I, could, I could create a really embarrassing sort of thing for Batman to have to hang on to and uh, fly in there, too. Masculating.
5: By the power of the pyramids, Batman, I cannot carry you. That is far too undignified for one such as Golden Ferris statue.
2: <laughs> hey, uh, Batman! I have a question though. If we do this, isn't this kind of breaking and entering?
4: I'm trying to figure out how, which Batman would respond to that. Let's see.
5: <laughs> <laughs> would the Alan Davis Batman be like the greater good is far more important, and there's too many lives at risk? A-
4: the Alan Davis Batman would use the uh, would use this host as a human shield uh, to get the videotape. <laughs> Well, it is breaking and entering, Firestorm, but sometimes we do have to do what we have to to protect our secret identities so we can continue to operate as crime fighters.
2: Did Zatanna give you that piece of advice?
4: I don't remember.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Perfect response.
4: (laughs) So the team
1: heads for the WGBS building seems to be... Under repair, I will even send the players an image at this point. So exciting. Yeah, it will, of course, be in the image gallery on the website for listeners. So what you see here is that uh, it seems to be under repair. There's scaffolding surrounding the 12th floor uh, and freshly applied cement covers what used to be holes in the walls. There's been a recent battle here due to the last big crossover. But a section of the scaffolding has been broken away and smoke billows from a man-sized, newly-made hole in the 14th floor. Suddenly there's a loud rumbling noise that you hear, uh, and Batman, the car shakes. Everybody else is in the sky. The car actually shakes as you drive up. Building shakes, shutters, no other buildings in the area seem to be affected. Further observation reveals that all the doors on the ground floor are sealed by huge walls of ice. Looks like no one can get in or out. Oh
2: no! Holy atomic piles, Batman! So I, um, I offer to fly down and grab Batman and bring him up to the 14th floor, because obviously we're going into the 14th floor. We gotta go in there and stop whoever, whatever's going on.
4: Thank you, Firestorm. That will be quicker than my normal bat climb.
2: Wow, fly down.
5: Could this be the vilest work of one of our evil adversaries that is trying to foil the work of the Superpowers team and Justice League International?
2: Well, with all that ice, it might be Killer Frost. Or Mr. Freeze. Or Winter. (laughs) So I zoom down to the Batmobile. I uh, create like a platform for Batman to stand on because I'm just not going to carry him. That's not cool. And uh, I let him sit on the platform and, and I haul the platform up as we fly up uh, to the 14th floor. Um, what about you guys?
0: Yeah, I'm flying up. Maybe a little pass around there to see if there's something else around that that building.
1: On your pass, you see that there's a helicopter on the top there. That is part of the of the setup.
0: All right, helicopter on the roof, guys.
1: Helicopter. Roof. Golden Pharaoh, meanwhile. I believe that using my
5: powers of light manipulation given to me by the new gods themselves, that I can blind those helicopter and adversaries, should they be... Wait, what does the logo on the helicopter say? Is there a logo on the helicopter?
1: There is not. It is unmarked. It is not a WGBS helicopter.
5: Then I shall blind the opponents using my light manipulation powers. To blind those people with the helicopter.
1: On your own flight pass, you note that there is no one in the helicopter. The door at the top is kind of ajar. Well, the, the, not the door of the helicopter, but the door going down into the building. That is ajar.
5: Hmm. Can I blast the helicopter out if there's no pilot? Can I use my powers to blast the helicopter out of the sky?
1: It is on the ground, so yes, you you could. It is a sitting duck. So it's already landed on the, on the, on the, on yes. the roof, you're saying? So
2: clearly someone came in, landed on there, and has gone in the building already.
1: Now, while you guys are flying around looking at things, Firestorm and Batman have been entering through the 14th floor.
2: Actually, I was going to change something if okay. I could, if it's not too late. Uh, I was going to offer Batman and, and say, you know, offer to put him in the 14th floor, or as we are flying up, I see the damage on the 12th floor. I could drop him on the 12th floor at the scaffolding if he'd like to go in there. But either way, I'm going to drop him off, and instead I'm going to go intangible. And come in through, say, the 16th floor and work my way down in in, uh, my dispersal power. Sure. Batman, uh, do you want to go through the 14th floor or the
4: 12th? Let's make it 12. You go up to the top and meet me in the middle.
2: Okay. So I drop Batman on the scaffolding and I'll fly up to about the 16th-ish. Uh, again, its I'm not seeing the numbers on the side of the building, obviously, but I'll go a couple floors above the holes and turn uh, intangible and go through the walls and stay intangible as I'm seeking out whoever's causing this damage.
1: So you've done this, and uh, because of your hesitation, now I can get Hawkman and Golden Pharaoh into the action immediately. So Perfect. where do you guys want to go?
5: I'm going to just fly through the
1: 14th floor, the hole in the 14th floor. And uh, Hawkman? I'll take the roof, and I'll go
0: down... Uh, I'll go down the stairs from the roof.
1: So you're each taking a different entry point. All C- right, Because splitting the party is never a bad idea. Never. It's <laughs> never been a problem in any game ever. Certainly not here. So uh, let me let me get this straight. Okay, so uh, Batman, let, let's go from the bottom to the top. Yeah, the 12th it used to be cubicles and, and whatnot, uh, but now it is covered in ice. There are people here in blocks of ice. And all the accesses to the, like, to the uh, the elevators and the staircases are all iced up. A few people are actually not iced up and just in a corner, freezing their asses off uh, and cowering.
3: Citizens, who did this to you? Oh,
1: it was that, it was a big gorilla
4: and, and a snowman. Big gorilla and a snowman? Can you describe this snowman?
1: It was sort of like in a Jack Frost costume. He went that way towards the back of the building.
4: Here, take these bat hand warmers and try to keep yourself warm while I'll investigate.
1: <laughs> Alright. One of the omni gadgets has been expended. <laughs> They're huddling around that, you know, it's like, like those little gloves that you crack beforehand. Yeah. So Exactly. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. B- but bat strength, of course.
4: Bat strength, right. Yeah.
1: Exactly. So you run towards the back of the uh the floor and uh sort of catch the backside of a villain you know as the Icicle. Not the original (laughs) Icicle, the young one from the Infinity Inc. villain. Only Batman would remember who this guy is.
4: Also being seen on Stargirl currently, right? Is (laughs) he? Yes. (laughs) Absolutely. There you go. Topical.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So he's heading for uh, the back stairs. Can I throw a batarang at him? You can, sir. And isn't it great that Chris gets to do the first (laughs) roll? (laughs) this is awesome so excited
4: so so how many dice do i roll
1: Uh, always the two so each player has two two 10-sided dice right and you roll and you will add them up if you get doubles you will re-roll and add that number and if you if you get doubles again you keep re-rolling until you don't get doubles again so superheroes can have like these massive uh successes sometimes It's
2: important to note, though, that a zero is a 10,
1: not a zero. Yes, exactly.
4: Okay, so I'm going to roll.
1: Okay, so you're rolling... Oh, well, don't tell me what you got. Uh, Just explaining this, because we're doing it for the first time, explaining this to the the audience. Uh, You are rolling on the action table. You're using your dexterity as your acting value versus the icicle's opposing value, which is his own dexterity. So you don't know his actual dexterity, but yours is uh, pretty high, I believe, is it a 10? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yes. So, yep. so your 10 versus his, and you should have rolled to, to actually hit, you should have rolled at least a seven.
4: I rolled a nine.
1: All right. A nine. So that would be a success. The battering. Mm-hmm. What are you trying to do with that battering?
4: Trying to knock him out or at least knock him, you know, so I can, so I can question him and trying to
1: do damage with the, the battering. So we look at right. the battering has a, a effect value. And that is right on the sheet there. It's his Batarang. I guess it has like a strength of seven. I guess that's his EV more or less uh, against the icicle's body. So where I'm looking here, there has been no column shifts as we call them. You hit him, but it bounces off his icy exterior. <gasps> it's got like a nice man kind of shell. Game
2: Master, if I may, you may. I apologize for, and, and edit this out if necessary, but if he needed a seven and he got a nine, isn't that enough to get to the next column, which gives him a column shift?
1: You only get column shifts from 11 on. That's oh, why those numbers see? are red okay. on the...
2: Yep. Gotcha. Been a long time since I played.
1: Me too. I'm also struggling to, to remember as I do it. Yeah, it bounces off him. The Batarang did not have the effect that you wanted, and now he's aware that you are present. Let's move to another floor. It's the 14th floor. That's where the the Golden Pharaoh went directly through the 14th floor. Golden Pharaoh, you are flying through uh, an area of offices and cubicles. There's WGBS insignia on everything. This appears to be their offices. The people seem to be running kind of scared as a supervillain that you have identified as major disaster is uh, furiously opening doors... Uh, looking through the different offices and screaming for Donovan.
5: By the golden power of Isis, this shall not stand. Do we have comms like ear comms, or do we have Justice League communicators?
1: I think I think you have ear comms. I like it. I, I mean, it's e- easier for you to communicate that way.
5: All right, I've got uh, visuals on Major Disaster here on the fourteenth floor. Going to go in and uh, try to stop him. So, uh, how far away is major
1: disaster from me? He's probably uh, twenty feet away. I'm going to use my light blast to blind him. So you're using the flash power, the way that works. A V E V on this is the power, which is eight. So you with an eight eight, you will be attacking his dexterity to blind him. So you're trying to shoot him in the eyes.
5: Right. Uh, yeah. I'm not going to shoot him. Uh, like I'm. It's like I'm not going to like shoot my laser directly into his eyes. I'm going to like create like a flash right. effect okay. close to his face. I don't want you to think that I am going to lose my hero points by like literally blinding his irises.
1: No, I, I think that wouldn't happen. You're not trying to uh, correct his vision with Lasik. So you're... <laughs> right. <laughs> it's, just, it's just a, <laughs> a blinding flashbulb effect. Okay. Right. Okay. Right. So the number you're trying to achieve is 13.
5: Okay. So I'm rolling my dice and I got a 13.
1: So you got it on the dot, no column yes. shifts here. So we're looking at, you got uh, some wraps here. Raps are being result APs. So if you ever hear that term, that's what it means. It's just like the result. Basically, he's a little bit blinded. His dex is now lowered by that number. Uh, and you got three raps. So whatever his dex is. It is now lowered as he kind of stumbles around. Now he realizes you're there. You sort of surprised him when you came in. And um, let's move to the next story, which is uh, 16. On 16, you're flying around a firestorm. You're going through walls. You're scaring people in the bathroom, <laughs> the whole thing. Sorry, ma'am. And you do not see any uh, supervillain here or any threat
2: I'm start moving my way down because I know 14 – I know below me a couple floors is the problem. So I'll start moving like down to the next floor and then uh, if I don't find anything there, down to the next floor. And you're
1: a fast flyer. So yep. uh, within this same turn, you have a chance to – you go down into the next level and you see that this is where the, the show is usually filmed. The mm. stage and the audience, uh, all of that stuff is there. That's the studio. And Wow, this is so cool, Professor. But look, Ronald, not so – Cool uh, and uh he seems to draw your attention, of course, you've got three sixty vision because his head is somehow yep. there <laughs> and doesn't look through firestorm's eyes. it looks all around. yep, he sees running across the an alley you know in the audience where the audience would be the villain you know as the scarecrow
2: <laughs> okay, Famous
1: Batman villain, the scarecrow
2: all right, do I have time to take action or or not?
1: You do not, and uh he sees you he he's actually. Able to see, I mean, you're pretty bright with that fiery hair. Yeah, Oh, yeah. Not to mention the gaudy costume. So he's seen you. He's pulled something from his shirt, but hasn't had time to, to throw it or anything. I'm
2: still dispersed. Uh, and in order to use my blasting powers, I have to, and it's not on the sheet. We probably need to add it, but I, I have to turn solid before I can use my powers. That's right. But I am going to go and hold my breath because I know how the scarecrow works. It's usually some sort of fear gas and I have sealed system. So I'm holding my breath.
4: For a day <laughs> um.
1: <laughs> as you can, so that 's where we leave it then let 's go up the building where Hawkman is going downstairs it 's very hard to um use your wings in a stairwell yeah, this is tight and it 's taking a while
0: uh am i am I going down quickly i I might might go up to the roof again. I wanted to chat with some birds, okay
1: because you've opened a couple doors and there's nothing on those floors that is of interest. Yeah,
0: I just I just like to have some birds, you know, maybe have a little chat and see if they can look at that helicopter and if somebody comes to the helicopter just I don't know poop on the helicopter or come and tell me or something.
1: All right. They uh then you go back up. We yeah, we, yeah. we return to the action in on the 14th floor. <laughs> does anybody need me? I'm up on the roof. Does anybody we have communicators yeah. right? Did, 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 does anybody have a
0: problem
4: somewhere? I'm Hawkman, this is Batman. I'm on the 12th floor and I've engaged the icicle. Come quick. I'll go to 12th. All
1: right. That is going to take a while. I'm going to fly down. Yeah, oh yeah, obviously. Down. Okay. But you still have to walk back up everything that you've walked oh, down. Yeah. So that's going to take a while as we walking is a pain. We pick up on the 12th floor. With, uh, Batman and the, uh, the icicle. Now they're both aware of each other. So we need to roll initiative. So in this case, Chris, you're going to take just one of your dice and you're going to roll it and add it to your initiative. So that's on your sheet on the fourth line yep. initiative plus your, uh, whatever your dice has rolled. And we're going to go in that order.
4: I got a 10, so. So it'll be 22, I guess. So uh, Batman goes first. What does Batman do? I could, uh, to even the playing field, I could use the uh, smoke bombs. That's a Batman thing to do. All right. So I need to roll for smoke bombs. Uh,
1: you can just throw the smoke bombs that's on the floor, right? And it will create right. a fog of 12, which makes every everything kind of invisible in the smoke. Uh, although you could always use your uh, some kind of infrared, whatever you've got. Whatever goggles you've got in your mask or... You know, that's, that's yeah. I, type,
4: I tap the side of my cow and they pop down. Yeah, yeah. So you
1: can you can sort of <laughs> see his his shadow in there. What you see when you do that in the smoke, you see him turning tail and running up those stairs. Even as his outline, his infrared outline, sort of goes blue because he's iced up the entirety of that staircase in back of him, in front of you. He
4: was going up. Okay, so I need to call Golden Pharaoh and tell him he's coming his way. And you do this. Golden Pharaoh, this is Batman. The icicle is headed your way. He's climbing the stairs, and I cannot follow him because he's iced them up.
1: Let's go to that floor, 14th floor, where the Golden Pharaoh is negotiating a (laughs) battle with major disaster in an office. Let's roll that initiative for those characters.
5: I've got a 10 initiative, and then I roll just 1d10, and then I got a uh,
1: 15. I got characters moving before that. And as you've just blinded Major Disaster, something touches you on the shoulder. A different villain. A giant gorilla is right behind you.
5: Ah! Does it look like General uh, uh, (laughs) Grodd? I was like General (laughs) Grodd-Zod.
1: Gorilla (laughs) Grodd. I don't know if he's a general. It may be because how many giant gorillas go around walking with the Injustice League or potentially? Ultra humanite. One. Yeah, he he doesn't look like that. He's uh he's a black gorilla.
2: M- Monsignor Malah. Uh,
1: Monsieur Mala is um, is not this big. Angel and the ape. There's a yeah, few there's
2: them like out a- there. It's a fair question. It's a fair question.
4: <laughs> the gorilla gang boss of Gotham City. I don't know. Mod gorilla boss. <laughs>
1: Titano.
5: <Yeah>. Right. <laughs> I love how I'm naming all the <laughs> monkeys.
1: <laughs> but it could be Grodd. Yes, it does look like Grodd. If Grodd looks like anything. In fact, it may be him. Judging by his next action, which is to fire a mental blast in your direction. So he touches you on the shoulder. When you turn around, there's, there's a psychokinetic force that comes out of his brain and hits you hard. Or perhaps, I mean, will it? He's got to roll for it. And, uh, well, that's what he's going to do. Let's, let's do it like DC Heroes does it. Which is to say, uh, and we haven't introduced this quite yet. So whoever has the lowest initiative says what they're going to do first. And then we actually resolve those actions in reverse order with the fastest going first, all right? So in other words, Golden Pharaoh, you are the slowest present. What will be your action? I'm going to hit
5: Grod upside the head with my staff. Alternatively, I was going to use hypnosis to make him not mesmerize me, but no. I'm going to bop him upside the head with my
1: staff. All right, so that's going to be your attempt. Meanwhile, Major Disaster, who moves second seeing what, what's happened here, will call up a localized storm on the 14th floor. And Girl Legrand, who goes first, will, as I said, shoot a psychokinetic blast in your direction. He goes first. He misses. Even at point-blank range, Idiot has is, uh, you know, controlled by dice. So he fires and hits a cubicle that blasts into shrapnel. Major Disaster then calls up his storm and uh, does a little better. And suddenly, you're in cloud cover. Suddenly, everybody's kind of wet, and you can see lightning flashing through those clouds in the interior. And that's that might be able to do something later, but it does make it really difficult to see and to act. Now you would resolve the staff hitting action. So you're going to roll your decks to hit gorilla. Double dice, I get a 16. And you roll double, so you re-roll and add that. Plus... So 23, which is a number of column shifts, uh, you know, (laughs) it's pretty good. Uh, So Gorilla Grodd, whose dex is pretty high, yours which isn't, uh, that means you still get one column shift to the effect. The staff has an effect value, so a damage, if you will, of eight against his super strong body, and you hit him for two points of damage.
5: (sighs) That's what you get. The great Anubis smites you, Gorilla Grodd.
1: Meanwhile, on the the, the floor that is a studio, Firestorm and the Scarecrow are rolling their own initiatives. Went under my keyboard.
2: I got a 20 for my initiative.
1: I got a 26. I have a 17 and a 3. You
2: got a 26? Seriously? I hate this game.
1: It's its intelligence. Its intelligence is high.
2: So I am going to try and uh, I'm going to, assuming I can do this within one round, I will turn off the dispersal power, so I'm solid again, and then use my matter manipulation power to uh, blast towards him and change the air around him into uh, either a block of titanium or titanium ropes. I mean, nothing too complex, but some sort of really strong substance I can create to like bind him in there. So his head will still be out of it. So he can breathe, but uh, the rest of his body, he won't be able to move. All right. And I'll sit and I have a quip to say when I, when I do.
1: And he is going to throw a gas grenade in back of him as he escapes the room. That's his move.
2: Oh, so he's escaping the room for his action.
1: He's going to cross the threshold of a door. Okay. Not quite out of range. He doesn't know Firestorm from Adam. So when he throws that gas grenade, he does not realize that you don't need to breathe. So, gotcha.
5: Are we talking Adam like Ray Palmer, or are we talking Adam like Adam and Eve?
2: I was totally <laughs> thinking the same thing. <laughs> I was thinking
1: Adam Cray. You know, Captain Adam. All kinds of yeah. stuff. Right? Adam Strange. <laughs> he throws that grenade. That gives him a little bit of cloud cover. Let's say, like, a minus two column shifts to, to hit. There's fog. Now you do your action. All right. So I say,
2: what's the matter, scarecrow? Running scared. And then um, my matter manipulation's an 11. So I roll that as my AV, correct? Yes.
1: You roll that versus the body right. of the object you're trying to create. So if you're really going for titanium...
2: Okay, no, I, I just concrete's fine. I don't care. Something strong and solid. We'll, we'll say concrete. All right. So here we go. Uh Rolling on an 11. And I will spend, um if I want to spend hero points, r- remind us, for the people at home, and maybe me,
1: how that works. So you can, if you just want to, yeah, there's many ways, and you've got cheat sheets, which will also be on the website to look at. But one of the ways that you you can do it when you're doing a dice action like this, is you can spend as many points as you have APs and an ability. So now let's say matter manipulation is 11. Say you wanted to Mm -hmm. push that limit, so to speak. You could spend as many as 11 points to increase your AV or your EV, either way, on on that action. So to make sure it happens, to make sure even a bad dice roll doesn't kill you.
2: Do I have to declare the specific number in advance, or can I do it after I roll?
1: You have to declare it before you roll, and it has to be specific.
2: Well, then I will spend nine points. We'll make it a- around twenty to, uh, for my roll. Now, um, I, does that mean I move my AV up to twenty on that column uh, on the on the chart, or do I just roll my eleven? It's going to add to my it, result. You
1: are moving that value to let's say a twenty, as if you had a twenty on there.
2: So between the 19 and 20 on the chart. All right, here we go. Rolling two dice, spending nine hero points. I want to zap him into a block of concrete. I rolled a measly uh, 12. So you tell me, boss,
1: how's that that work out? That is enough, and has even got a column shift. So the Mm -hmm. Scarecrow, you've got eight result APs, uh, which means the poor soul is trapped because obviously his strength is less than that. So he is trapped in a block of concrete right at the door. So he's blocking the door. The door is now a block of concrete with a scarecrow in it.
2: Please note the role playing there of saying, what's wrong, scarecrow?
1: Yeah, it was good. (laughs) Meanwhile, Hawkman has reached Batman. So the men of the group are on level 12, which is all iced up. What the hell's going on here, Batman?
4: We need to remove these unfortunate citizens into a heated environment. Hawkman, can you fly them to the to another floor, or perhaps outside, so we can stop them from freezing to death?
0: Well, maybe I could use my wings and bring in hotter air from outside. Push out the cold air, maybe?
2: <laughs> Not a scientist, Carter Hall. Not a scientist.
4: Or we can move them. I will use my bat laser torch to help free the other... People who are trapped inside these blocks of ice. <laughs> yeah. I'll move
0: these people, and I guess I'll punch somebody another time.
1: So you guys start doing that.
0: Actually, maybe I could I could be smarter and use this. Uh, There's scaffolding outside? There is. All right. Well, maybe we could have a bunch of people on the scaffolding. I could use my anti-gravity belt and, and try and get these people on the ground quicker
1: instead of just having to carry everyone individually, maybe I could do that. <laughs> okay, that's a good idea, and you are more than capable of doing it. Are you also bringing, like, the blocks of ice, the guys in the blocks of ice? Uh,
0: maybe Batman can cut them out first, or put them in water and just shoot in the water like he did in uh, in that
1: movie with uh, uh, Mr. Freeze. <laughs> that would be nice to try to do that. So meanwhile, you will be dropping all the, the, the people that are... They're fine and unfrozen.
0: Yeah, yeah, they're not dead yet. All right. So I'll save the live all ones. Right,
1: so you're doing that. Batman is melting through the the ice, cutting out people from uh, from their blocks of ice. Meanwhile, on level fourteen, we are all rolling initiative. So Golden Pharaoh and uh the villains present roll initiative a 20. Checking. Okay. Major Disaster got under that. Gorilla Grodd got 29. So he's first. Uh, and um, so, in order of reverse uh, movement, Juan Donovan is going to get into this. He's going to run out of his office and try to stop the fight. Talking is, is what he wants to do. Next up is Major Disaster. Major Disaster is going to try to zap you with lightning from the clouds he's created. What will you do?
5: Could put up my force field, right, and then just not take my move. You could. Uh, can I put some hero points into that force field? Uh,
1: you will be able to. Yes. Force field is an automatic action, right? So what you do instead is push it. Push it real good. So basically, you'll be still rolling. You'll be rolling your force field force field as your number versus zone number. So you need to roll at least an eleven. Whatever results you get. Are added to the force field.
5: Okay, I'm going to spend five hero points.
1: And then uh, the Gorilla Grodd is uh, basically going to try to, on his end, uh, since Juan is going to come into the room, he's going to go and grab Juan. That's as soon as he sees Juan, he wants to drop you and just run for Donovan. He's the fastest. Gorilla Grodd basically navigates as much as, you know, he's got a lot of girth. Uh, He's going to use acrobatics to try to run to the or jump to Juan Donovan's location. Doesn't quite get there. There's stuff in his way. He's pushing cubicles down. People are cowering. Uh, The fax machine just went, but he's quite close. Now it's your turn. So if you're boosting your um, your force field, then yes, you must roll. 19! Four column shifts. Uh, you have doubled your reflection field. So it is actually an 18, uh, 16 for when that lightning hits you. Huzzah! <laughs> uh, I wouldn't say huzzah, I would say, by the Pharisees, I command you to stop. The lightning is trying to hit you uh, at, uh, and you have a dex of, you still have a dex of three, so it's gonna hit that reflection field essentially. The lightning bounces off and hits him, uh, with, uh, the, the, it's almost its full force, zaps him to unconsciousness. That is a
2: very jail, I think. That's <laughs> awesome.
5: I command you to stop now. <laughs>
1: and so okay. now Juan has his move. So he's rushing into this room. No, 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 stop fighting, stop fighting. There are no cameras here to catch it. Is his first <laughs> his first volley. <laughs> <laughs> and he's, you know, he's completely out of breath, and he sees that major disaster, and like, you know, the cloud cover is sort of disappearing now because major disaster is out, and he's like, no, no don't, don't hurt them. Don't, I'm not going to press any charges. I'm not going to press any charges. He tells you this, and you're the only, uh, the only hero here. The gods
5: will deem whether or not you have committed foul
1: acts. The scales will judge your soul. And- but don't you understand, Golden Pharaoh? He knows who you are. I'm surprised. <laughs> <laughs> he's he actually got hung around for
2: Wave 3. That's impressive.
1: I want yeah. them on my show. You guys, too. I want the Justice Leaguers. That'd be cool. Listen, listen. Okay, get your guys together, and we can do a whole JLI in League special. What is Grodd still there, Grodd right? is still there, and he's sort of, he's listening to this. Has combat stopped? And
5: garage just kind of paused, uh, or is he just kind of? Yes,
1: he's he's paused, and he's listening. He's in a jail comic, so he's he's paused and is listening. And his other teammates are nowhere to be seen. And his one teammate that's in here, the other very powerful villain in the group, is passed out on the floor. So I'm going
5: to use my staff to incinerate one. You cannot. You are upholding the good. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: The greater
5: good. I just made a speech about how the gods will judge his soul. You wrote up the
2: character sheet.
5: I know. The worst part. I was thinking like I was going to enact the the powers of sat, blah, blah, blah. Damn it. I
2: I would like to submit that what we just saw was a Kevin Maguire series of three panels (laughs) of Golden Pharaoh close up on his face, like furious and angry. And then just slowly diffusing as he realizes like slumped shoulders that he has to talk this out.
5: Oh <laughs> uh, uh, yes, agree. Like, uh, like voices in his head are like, "Yes, it's for the greater good." Set and the other Osiris and Isis will judge his soul. Horus will look down upon him. And I'm like, um, I'm, I'm holding the
1: by toss Fine. Yeah, by Toth, right? <laughs> uh, exactly. Well, let me cut away quickly to Firestorm because I think Batman and Hawkman have their hands full. This is happening in you know in seconds, but Firestorm has just taken care of Scarecrow. Uh, what's his next move?
2: Well, did I hear any of that on the JLA community or JLI Communicator or not?
1: Uh, if it's helpful to you, yes. Oh my gosh, we're going to be on TV. This is so cool.
2: And I start heading for fourteen.
1: Okay, well you you drop down into that floor and right into this situation. Uh, so you may roll initiative, whether or not you decide to six plus my seventeen is a twenty three. All right. Golden Pharaoh? 18. Gorilla Grodd got a 32. And Juan Donovan an 11. Juan will keep talking because he's a talker. I'm going to hypnotize Juan to sleep firestorm
2: well he's like you know again he's like 16 17 years old so he's pretty excited about being on tv so uh he's gonna listen to Juan, but at the same time i'm going to be i don't know if it's like a holding your action kind of thing but what i'd like to do is if i suspect for even a second that gorilla grodd is going to make a physical motion i'm going to try and pull the same trick i did with scarecrow and encase him in a block of uh oh i probably will go for something stronger than concrete
1: then yeah, Something.
2: Deal. I don't know that I can create Promethean, though. I don't know that I have enough hero points to pull that off. Uh, something you steal, like say, like a big steel sure. block or something instead.
1: And a Gorilla Grodd, he's going to speak as well. So if anyone makes a move against him or against his interests, then he will use his control power to take control of the situation. Go on, go on. This interests Gorilla Grodd. It's certainly easier than getting a tape from somewhere.
5: Tell us more. Uh, hypnosis on uh, Juan to make him sleep. The hypnosis is
1: seven, and that seven will be attacking Juan's considerable intelligence and mind. I'm sure. So you are rolling against target number of five. Eleven. That is enough to put Juan to sleep. So firestorm, as you're listening, Juan passes out, which activates Gorilla Grodd's. He sees the little lights dancing on the on the Pharaoh's staff. And uses his control power to wake him up. And just as he's going down, he's going up. You know, he's telling his thing, but he's, he's falling asleep. And he, you can almost hear a, a snoring sound and, <laughs> and <it> wakes up. <laughs> you know, we'll have both super groups on the show uh, it's like our, i just had like this vision like this dream like i'm like suddenly i fell asleep and then i saw it all you both can explain why we should give you the tape this is the greatest idea ever and we'll have viewers call in on a 900 number to vote for their choice whichever team gets the most votes wins and gets the tape it's a great plan isn't it i'm on board with this professor No matter which way it goes, I can just zap the tape and erase it. That may be a good idea, Ronald, but who will tell Batman about this?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I heard it on the JLI communicator, so maybe he's hearing all this too. Maybe he
1: is.
3: Firestorm, you idiot. What the hell are you doing? (laughs) I need you to come down here and unfreeze these people. There's a girl with a name tag that says Rachel. Rachel! Oh my gosh. No, there's not one that says Martha? No, Martha. I can't go there.
1: (laughs) As as you're listening to this, of course, Juan hears nothing from this. He says, and then, you know, it's then suddenly like Icicle walks in. Oh, did I miss all the action? And Juan goes, be here tomorrow at 6 p.m. I'll convince WGBS to cancel their regularly scheduled program. And you'll all be here on live TV at 7 o'clock. It'll be the best show ever. Poor Wheel of Fortune getting preempted. It happens. It happens. Because this is news, Firestorm.
2: This is news. I kind of roll my eyes. I know this guy's a clown.
4: Nobody can tell, though, because your eyes are white.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So true. So true.
1: A good artist. A good artist can tell us that Firestorm's (laughs) eyes are rolling up. Kevin McGuire. Or Kevin McGuire could make it work. Yeah. He wants you all to come back the next day. And the Injustice League are sort of like icicles sort of picking major disaster up and sort of like shooting little snowflakes in his face to wake him up or something. But Gorilla Grodd seems to have agreed to this course of action.
5: There is no need for a television program. I, and I hit my staff on the ground and reveal instant change, that I am really Ashley Havisham. There is no need to, by any means, fool the rest of television to revealing the justice League's secret identity i volunteer my identity here and sacrifice my name for the goodwill of the justice league
4: international
1: wow is that going to inspire the rest of you to do the same hell no uh
4: have you ever heard of batman no
5: I will grant you an exclusive interview about how I was imbued by the power of the pyramids from the new gods to fight against apocalypse and the powers of dark side. I will tell you the epic tale of how Darkseid was birthed and his son and his adopted son and how he has plans for conquering Earth, but it is only us the Justice League International here to, to help tell the tale.
1: <laughs> Juan Donovan weighs the, the, the star power of this stellar interview with the Golden Pharaoh and revealing Batman's secrets. A, a, a picosecond is all it takes for him to give an exp- uh, a Kevin McGuire expression on this, which is just about what you think it is. <laughs> <laughs> so ba- barely a panel. You've been been basically visually told, oh, honey.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, if we go this route where we're forced to reveal our secret identities, this is going to turn into annual number two instead of Justice League of America. (laughs) That means going to disband the league. We'll have to move to Detroit. It'd just be a mess.
1: (laughs) Well, nobody seems to care that you are who the Golden Pharaoh really is. Maybe they haven't clued in to your – exactly the the relevancy. Do you agree to this? And if so – Can we skip ahead a day? One by one. Firestorm's already agreed.
2: Golden Pharaoh, uh, was, which, which way were you falling on this, Golden Pharaoh?
5: Fine, let's do it that way.
4: Batman Uh, would, of course, completely disagree.
1: (laughs) I say we do it. We can't lose against these chumps. And maybe we, maybe we, we get everybody in the room now. Juan is very understanding of Batman's position. He's trying to convince you. You know, Batman, uh, if you don't want to be on the screen, you don't want to be on the stage. It, you you can still, you can be, like, in the green room. We can have, like, a microphone, and maybe, like, a, like, do, like, a shadow play, kind of, uh, so you, and we can distort your voice. Uh, you know, we've got all that. You can just stay in the green room if you don't want to be on the stage. That's fine.
3: I would never let anybody distort my voice.
1: <laughs> <laughs> After all, it's your secrets that are on the line.
3: I feel like
4: I am being trapped here, but, uh... I guess we'll agree to this so long as the outcome is the the League wins, but re- realize that that property, that tape really belongs to the Justice League because we were we confiscated all the leftover material from that horrible
3: Millennium crossover.
1: It, it appears that my legal department says it's it's actually it's mine. The government let us go into the vault and we could keep whatever we found, so...
3: This is obviously a plan by Amanda Waller to discredit the Justice League.
1: I swear, I, I don't even know her. Out of character, this is a perfect
5: time to get Alfred to disguise himself as Batman. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
2: <laughs> and out of character, I am thrilled that Chris uh, didn't refer to it as the Manhunter and He called it the Millennium Crossover. I thought that was great.
1: <laughs> Superheroes among themselves have code names for the things, right? The Genesis debacle. <laughs> Will Batman take up Uh, Juan's offer to stay in the green room or will he be on stage?
4: Well, it seems I remember that one time I was on a roast with a bunch of supervillains as well. So why not? Thankfully,
1: Batman and Hawkman and Firestorm with his matter transformation powers uh, were able to free all those people and everybody uh, who was frozen by the icicle has survived. They're fine. You know, they might might catch a cold. The next day, the sidewalk when you get to the... um, to the building, uh, the sidewalk outside the Galaxy Communications building is packed with excited crowds. WGBS-TV has been doing a bang-up job of promoting the Justice League and Justice League TV show. And thousands of fans have lined up to get a glimpse at their favorite teams. Huge banners reading, Welcome GLI and Welcome Injustice League. Adorn the front of the building, but they're doing a poor job of covering the scaffolding erected over the holes in the walls on the 12th and 14th floors. Workmen are scurrying around on the scaffolding, uh, repairing the damage that the Injustice League did. The crowd quickly approaches. They're shouting their encouragement. They're begging for autographs. I'm taking this that you are on the ground floor. Uh, coming through the, the front doors here. But if you want to do something different, you totally can.
2: Firestorm's absolutely signing autographs and giving plastic, creating plastic roses for all the pretty girls.
5: Golden Pharaoh is handing out a copy of Egyptology, a book that was written by Ashley Haversham, as, lo- as well as his <laughs> Kenner...
2: As Best year of one I ever spent.
5: <laughs> as well as his uh, a signed edition of his Kenner Superpowers action figure which nobody else seems to want.
4: (laughs) Uh, Batman is not seen in the crowd below. He will sneak into the studio in the shadows.
1: Okay, and Hawkman? I'm lifting heavy stuff. A a (laughs) reporter uh, sticks a microphone in your face, Hawkman. What do you think, Hawkman? Will the public vote to give you back your secrets?
0: I think the secrets are for the birds.
1: You heard it here first. Hawkman... Punmeister. <laughs> Punmeister? That's what the reporter said. It's you know, it's local access. <laughs> you go into the lobby. This is where Juan Donovan comes running up to you. Uh he's grinning from ear to ear. Hello, my good friend. And there's people taking pictures and uh, I'm so glad you could make it. Did you hear the projected ratings for this extraordinary extravaganza? We're talking a total rating sweep. You guys should do more TV. Wanna talk to my agent? No, all right. <laughs> They're looking to do a superhero show that's a whole lot like Fringe meets. Uh...
3: Oh gosh! I- anyway.
1: It- it's a thought.
2: I see yeah. where you're going. So, uh, Firestone's like, yeah, well, we'll connect you with our friends Fire and Ice and Guy Gardner and the Atom and, or I guess Green Lantern and the
1: Flash and uh, let you know. We got an <laughs> award winning costume designer on this. I, you should see it, but we need we need the licenses. You know, we need your likenesses.
5: Uh, you could get like, um, what's that guy who was in uh, Twin Peaks? Uh, Miguel uh, <laughs> Ferrer.
1: Yeah. And that guy from MASH. A cheer goes up at the front of the lobby by the entrance uh, across the milling uh, crowds the Injustice League is arriving on uh, some sort of chartered limo there's a loud theme music blaring from Meg- I mean they they really they, they thought this through uh, the villains step onto the sidewalk they're smiling they're waving the crowds are they're a bit like desperate political candidates to be fair but you know they they're putting on a show uh, in a way that maybe you did not Come on, guys. Where's Batman? Leading the crew is, and this is someone you only basically know through Mr. Miracle, who's also on your team, I suppose. There's Funky Flashman, the former public relations agent to the Secret Society of Supervillains, and he's waving at the crowd, and he's smiling, and he's a bit arrogant walking in. Thank you, dear friends, for that calamitous cacophony of acclaim. I am Funky Flashman, and I represent these fine gentlemen of the Injustice League. We're here to provide the peerless personages of the press with a unique opportunity, a viewing of the incredible Injustice League's first press conference. And he steps up to a podium, and he's presenting... The different villains it's really a sympathy a sympathy drenched speech that he's doing there kind of you know his clients have been unfairly persecuted by the justice league and uh he, so he's he's really like setting the stage for what's coming up later
2: and he ends the speech with excelsior if you know
1: your history and funky <laughs> yes Flashman. that's uh that is the that that's the vibe at least
4: where's house roy that's what i, I don't know. know what happened to house roy <laughs> Nothing good,
1: (laughs) if I remember my my Fourth World (laughs) comics. If I may, game master, out of game, real
2: quick. Before we start, before we showed up, I did tell the other Justice League members my plan was: if we don't win, I was just going to transform the the disc or, or erase all the data. So just make sure everyone's aware I'm, I'm planning to do that.
1: So everyone is, and uh, while this is going on, this thing, Juan eventually runs up to the podium, and, and you know he's going to stop. Don't, don't do this off the air. Uh, you know it's going to be during the program. So you know he's kind of panicking that it's all going to be on the news beforehand and he doesn't want anything to, to not have his logo on it a WGBS page uh, will bring you to your dressing rooms that's fine dressing rooms elegant spacious hors d'oeuvres there's a complimentary bottle of champagne the whole schmear
2: sweet as ronald
1: reaches for a glass ronald you are a minor i do not care if half of firestorm is my body Ah, uh, Professor, you take the fun out of being a celebrity. I'll drink for both of us later. Oh, dude.
2: <laughs> that was wrong. That was too soon, man. That's There's too soon. Too soon.
1: <laughs> There's one whole wall covered with mirrors. There's enough seats for everyone to sit down. There's a makeup man. Very happy to get to work on all of you. Where is Batman?
4: Batman is in the shadows of the, of the dressing room, yeah. He, he's waiting to see what's in the green room, but he's he's he's... <laughs> He just appeared out of the shadow in the, in the corner of, the, of this room, although it's heavily lit. There's somehow shadow because he's Batman. <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: perfect. So basically, the, uh, the, the the makeup artist, who seems to be a British gentleman, is going over to each of the Justice League members. Uh, so he goes over to Hawkman and says, oh, I'm going to need a lot more powder for this. And he's, he's, your glistening abs are just being powdered. No powder. No powder, please.
0: More oil <laughs> I want to
1: glow he okay so he's, he's he's taking out the oil and he's oiling you up Hawkman yeah I grease me up <laughs> so you kind of you're, you're kind of slippery after this let's let's try to remember that perfect for a
5: baby Ruth commercial by the way
1: <laughs> so the he goes over to the golden Pharaoh and uh, he comments on your bronzer that is made by the power of the pyramids well you're already made up that's fine uh, and uh, then then he notices Batman in the shadows uh, and almost goes to give him makeup and then doesn't.
3: No makeup. I don't like clowns.
1: And <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> and he finally goes over to Firestorm and he's not quite sure what to do with your hair. Is, is that eyeliner, sir? <laughs> no, it's, it's just my eyes. Well, I, it, it seems like I'm done here. If you'll excuse me, I have to figure out what to do with a gorilla.
2: Firestorm's guyliners on point, <laughs> as my daughter would say.
1: It's on fleek. It's on, it's on fleek, yeah. <laughs> Did they still say that on fleek? I haven't heard it on Oh Hut Not in a while.
4: Yeah, it's probably not. I just said it because I'm a dad that's uncool, so, you know. It's there <laughs> it is. <laughs> so
1: Batman is going to go in the green room, and they've set up a microphone, and they're, they're sort of projecting a bat-like shadow over a chair on stage. Just a little bat cutout that <laughs> they're just projecting on there. But the set of The Donovan Show is enough to make your eyes water. Uh, it's yellow and orange in the backdrop. The highlights, are you know, it highlights the green chairs, purple carpeting. It's very bad TV. Every section of the backdrop and every chair has the name Donovan printed in bright red on it. Uh, there's a hostile studio audience, each with the IQ of a Doberman, slavering for a taste of a juicy sex scandal or a tale of brutal, unjustifiable homicide or something. This is the usual show. And as each team enters, the audience stands up and applauds enthusiastically. You don't see Funky Flashman anywhere. So you're just, you're going to sit down to your assigned chairs where they told you to go. There's, of course, the back chair is going to sit empty, and on the other side are the four villains that we've already seen.
2: This thing was written thirty years ago, and sadly, reality TV hasn't gotten any no, better.
1: Yeah, that's uh, you, you can you <laughs> can tell exactly where the, the 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 satire, the spoofing is, and you remember these bits from television at the time as well. So, okay, you want to give a flare to this when you what your your uh, your entrance? When I come in, I have uh, I'm coming in as Ashley Habersham, and
5: I hit my staff and create fiery glow about me and i'm like behold the power of the golden pharaoh and then i walk and i sit my in my seat but i'm definitely like doing a kind of almost a hulk hogan style like hump, like with a, a big parade and show with glitzy glamour and light and I'm, i've uh, put my reflective field on when i sit down so when i sit down the chair actually like moves a bit because <laughs> the <thing. laughs> but then i eventually get get it going on but my reflective fields on, <laughs> though it's really uncomfortable to sit down with my force field on uh,
2: i float in and i'm like waving to the crowd kind of doing like hands up cheering like a champion kind of thing and then I, I i do a quick loop around the uh, fly over the studio audience like kind of waving and then i fly over to my chair and i don't sit in it i sit indian style uh floating over my chair like the like he did in that uh JSA JLA crossover issue where he just floated in the air in indian style and gave everyone pointers
1: you may hear someone in the crew complaining about white balance but you're not sure what that means <laughs> there's there's a real problems with all the light shows here for the cameras of the time uh Hawkman i come in i Pump it up a bit. I flex.
0: Look at people. Spread the wings. Say, hi, I'm Hawkman. And then I don't really sit because the wings are kind of cumbersome. <laughs> so I kind of like squat on the, on the chair. Okay. Like a gargoyle. Yeah. And I rustle feathers. <laughs> and I let out one of these.
1: <laughs> and somehow you guys still get a lot of applause.
2: Oh, but there is
1: an applause sign. So maybe that's it. The villains. Come in, they're showboating as well. Maybe not as well, but, um, you know, they are showboating too, is what I would say. Uh, so you got your major disaster, your girl, LaGrad, your, who almost doesn't fit that chair. It's just like, it's, it's this enormous ape sitting on this tiny chair, uh, which has its own ridiculous value. And, uh, Icicle, and of course, the scarecrow sits there. Uh, Batman, you're seeing all this from, you know, on, on monitors. In the green room. When Donovan gotcha. w- walks onto the set, uh, he's dressed in a blue bodysuit with a big J on his chest, uh, red cape, red boots, completes the costume. Uh, the crowd cheers like maniacs. Hello! This is Juan Donovan. Welcome to the confrontation between the Justice League International and the Injustice League on live TV together for the first time. And off to the side, you can see the sign blinking, cheer like maniacs, and the audience cheers like maniacs. is basically what's happening. What is it about cosmic-powered kooks that causes them to consciously combat other cosmic-powered kooks? Smashing our shitties with their sprawling, super-powered gang wars. What is it? Besides the fact that they call themselves heroes and villains, are there any real differences between them? This reporter wants to find out, and will find out, when the world votes on their destinies. The applause sign lights and the crowd goes wild. At the bottom of your TV screens are two 900 numbers. Call in any time during the show to vote on your favorite super team. And then he shows like he's got a big electronic scoreboard in the back. The votes are scored here. So call in, fans. Oh, Lord, no. I nudged
5: to Batman and said, didn't 900 numbers get you in trouble
2: last time? <laughs>
3: <laughs> it, it was that Rob Kelly.
2: Rob Kelly. Let's hope he's, he can't access this 900 number to vote against us either.
1: <laughs> the digital sign is going, go berserk, and the audience goes berserk. Very Pavlovian, these guys. So here we go. We'll start this show and we'll be right back after this commercial break.
2: Justice League International, Blah ha, ha Podcast, a new monthly show chronicling the adventures of the JLI era by Keith Giffen and JMD Mateus. We'll be going issue by issue in release order, tackling the core Justice League title, Justice League Europe, and the quarterly book. Along the way, we'll take time out for special episodes covering various spin offs, cartoon appearances, the infamous TV pilot, and much more. So, join me in an ever changing roster of guest hosts as we celebrate your favorite JLI members, such as
3: Martian Manhunter, Batman,
2: Dr. Fate, Black Canary, Fire,
1: Ice, Maxwell Lord, Oberon, Captain Marvel,
0: Rocket Red, Captain Atom,
1: Mr. Miracle, Guy Gardner, Booster Gold, Blue Beetle, Nort,
2: and many, many more justice league international blah ha ha podcast part of the fire and water podcast network want to make something of it
1: batman nightcast is back with new episodes and a new mission i'm ryan daly
4: and i'm chris franklin the new nightcast chronicles the dark knight detective's greatest adventures from our favorite comic book creators
1: what a novel approach talking about the comics we actually enjoy i know right Highlights from this bold new era of Batman
4: Nightcast include... The Joker's Laughing Fish. The Saga of Ra's al Ghul. Is that how we're pronouncing it? Yes. Okay. Batman vs. the Man Bat. And the first
1: appearance of villains like Clayface 3 and The Ventriloquist.
4: Plus more great stories by the likes of Steve Englehart and Marshall Rogers. Denny O'Neill and Neil Adams. Alan Grant and Norm frickin' Brayfogle. Irv Novik. Don Newton. Doug Munch. Dick Sprang. Max Allen Collins. No... What? Just messing with you. Wasn't funny.
1: Batman Nightcast every month from the Fire and Water Podcast Network.
4: Find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and at fireandwaterpodcast.com.
0: The time is out of joint. The time is out of joint.
3: The time is out of joint.
0: The year is 1994, or 1944, or maybe, 2994? Time is under threat, and history is falling apart. Who will survive this crisis, and how will history be changed for those that do? Zero Hour Strikes takes you back to that DC Comics crossover and covers the entire story issue by issue, tie-in by tie-in, as the DC Universe goes down to zero. Join Bass and Siskoid at fireandwaterpodcast.com or on iTunes, Zero Hour Strikes. A proud
2: member of the Fire and Water Podcast Network.
3: Remember, Legion.
2: From David Gallagher and Steve Ellis, the award winning team that brought you The Only Living Boy, comes this thrilling new action adventure series, The Only Living Girl.
1: Hi, my name is Andra.
0: People call me Z. I was a normal girl. I loved
1: science, my bear, and my dad. One day, tragedy struck. But that wasn't the end of my story. I awoke in a Patrick world filled with mermaid warriors, insect princesses, robots, a world created by my dad who had become a mad scientist. Now I'm stuck in a world that doesn't trust me, in a conflict with my father's creations. Luckily, I still have my friend Eric,
0: and my bear. I am the only
4: living girl.
2: The Only Living Girl, Volume 1, The Island at the Edge of Infinity, is available now in both hardcover and paperback, from Papercuts.
1: And we're back. We're with the Justice League International and Injustice League, and we are competing for your votes. Here are the 900 numbers again, and you call to vote in the team you think is the best. So let's start with the Justice League, shall we? I'd like the Justice League members to each say why the audience should vote for them. Golden Pharaoh, not many people know you. You're new to the Justice League. Why should they vote for a rookie?
5: There is a war going on between Earth and the dreadful dark side forces of Apocalypse. It is only with the United Heroes that we can stop this cosmic calamity from ever stepping foot on Earth. The Justice League are the stonewood protectors, and I, Golden Pharaoh, with the power of the pyramids, exist as a human emissary of the new gods to stop calamitous and dreadful disaster from taking place on our Earth. And in my heroic identity, I am there to protect the people of the world and internationally. So please, I bequeath you, vote for the Justice League International to continue to protect the world that we know and love. For anything else is simply just mad tyranny. Thank you. And I, be, I give up my time for the rest of my members.
1: <laughs> All through your, your speech, the uh, Injustice League members were sort of smirking and sort of snorting and sort of laughing in their beards. Oh, <laughs> look at this guy. But I think the audience responds well because you can see on the, uh, on the scoreboard, the, the votes have been coming in. While you were talking, almost 1,000 votes came in for the Justice League. <laughs> And then one turns to Firestorm.
2: So following up on, uh, this is Shag, uh, Golden, Air, uh, Golden Pharaoh's wonderful, you know, very eloquent speech. Firestorm in his head thinks, gosh, I sure hope Doreen's watching. Ooh, wait, even better. I hope Firehawk's watching. Oh, Ronald. Then <laughs> Firestorm says out loud after Golden Pharaoh's eloquent speech. Like, um, well, you know... We're like protecting everybody out there, and we all have secret identities. Um, well, other than Golden Pharaoh now, but anyway, so we all have people that we love that would be in danger from these really bad guys who would try and hurt them because they, to get back at us. In fact, one bad guy found out my identity and tried to kill my dad, and it was really bad. So we're just trying to protect the people we love so that
1: we can protect you guys at home. Well, the scoreboard goes up another few hundred points or votes. And although it was kind of a confused teenager's response, at the end, you did draw some sympathy from them. Hawkman, you're known as a, uh let's say, um, a hard-ash in the superhero world. Why should you get our sympathy?
0: Well, it's simple. We look cool. Look at this guy over here. He has hair made of fire, and the other guy has big words, and we're (laughs) strong. Look at these muscles, and we're not uh, punks like these guys over there. They're punks. Look at that freeze guy. He's a freeze guy, and what's that, a gorilla? I'm not, how, how is that even a thing? You know what? I'm this strong, and I talk to birds. Plung, plung,
2: plung. Three votes. (laughs) <laughs> the, the Hawkman, the Hawkman fans are writing in the comments section right now, so angry <laughs> for this episode.
4: Hawkman is our Randy Macho Man Savage right here. Now. Oh yeah! <laughs> like uh, I see, it, it's
5: like heat wave from legends like, of to tomorrow. Right.
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Just remember, to you know at home. This is the Justice League International boah era, okay? So just go with it and have fun, please. <laughs> you know what? They,
0: if if they know anything about me, they know they knew what they were getting into when I played
5: Hawkman. <laughs> Before we get to Batman, can I hit my ear calm and and talk into the phone, or will I be miked? And you, be you are
1: miked. Okay, you'd have to at least cover your mic with your hand or something to uh, okay to, to not get picked up. All
5: right. I also, I don't know Bruce Wayne is Batman, so it doesn't. Help. Okay. I was going to have Bruce Wayne
4: buy out the telephone company. <laughs> <laughs> he tried that in 1988 too, and it didn't wow. work. <laughs> well, let's see if Batman comes
1: up with that on his own. So, Batman, meanwhile, well, not meanwhile because Juan is going to ask you, uh, show Batman, you're a very mysterious, secretive figure, and in fact, you are in our green room right now. Dish is not an actor. Dish is actually batman talking to us remotely because he doesn't want to show his face so why should we trust him why should we give him our votes that's the question batman
4: hello citizens this is batman i would like to ask for your vote to protect our secret identity so we can continue to protect you as crime fighters from these malcontents you see on the other side of the stage these poor deluded children have lost their way, and we hope to protect all of you from people such as these. But if our identities were exposed, our very names known are, just like Firestorm so eloquently put it, our, our families in danger, then our effectiveness as crime fighters would be dashed. So I would ask you to remember that. And yes, I am hiding in the shadows, but that's what I do because I'm Batman. But I appreciate your vote, and we will always, always take what we do very seriously, and what we do is try to protect you.
3: Thank you.
1: As this is post-1989, Batman is very popular and gets a lot of votes. His rising <laughs> speech uh, accumulates almost an extra 5,000 votes come in for Batman.
2: That's right. He's not a punk. Now, <laughs> sound like he was going to start kissing babies a minute there.
1: Now, be honest, Justice League. Why do you even have secrets? Why aren't you all on the up and up? I mean, why can't you protect your families? Why can't you protect your own families? Who here is ready to admit to having, it's not just secret identities, who has skeletons in their closets?
0: Oh, I got skeletons, but they're not in my closet. Hug girl will come over. She'll kick your, I'm going (laughs) to stop talking. Fair will take over.
5: I have lots of skeletons. As an archaeologist, I have unearthed millions of bones. And that is just part of what I do as as Ath- Ashley Haberson, Aberson, uh, chief Egyptologist. You know, so here's what we do: is by understanding the the minute intricacies of skeletons, we're be- better able to construct a, a, a stronger society by looking at the mistakes of previous societies. Did you know that there were superheroes in Egypt? There were, and in fact, when their identities were made public. All of Egyptian society crumbled.
1: By the time the Golden Pharaoh finishes his um, lecture, there are actually votes coming in for the Injustice League. I don't know. <laughs> uh, so no one here watched uh, admit that he was once a supervillain? Or a dope fiend? Or a shaitanist? Or maybe... Uh,
0: you know what? I, I might have some to say. Oh? Yeah, once in 1987, I skipped leg day. I know, I know. You're saying, you're saying you have this incredible shiny pectoral muscle build, but what about your legs, Hawkman? Well, you know what? I skipped leg day, and I feel shanked.
1: Next to you on the other side, Gorilla Grodd is really all the way through your thing. He's sort of leaning back so you don't see him from the corner of your eye, especially with that mask. And or the helmet or whatever you want to call it, and he's flexing, and his of course his biceps are as big as your head, uh, if not more. So you can't see him, but he's he's laughing at you. He's laughing at you, Hawkman.
0: What? 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 Why are you laughing?
1: I'm a bird. I'm supposed to have small legs. (laughs) Hawkman (laughs) has chicken legs. And now I'd like the members of the uh, Injustice League to say why the audience should vote for them. So anytime you want to break in because you want to do something, react somehow, uh, you guys can. Batman, you're in that green room. There's nobody looking in on you or anything. You're alone. And uh, basically, the, the microphone turns to a major disaster. He tilts his head to the side as if in deep thought. There's a pause. And then he says with a straight face, Well, one, we of the Injustice League believe in a complete flow of information in a free society. Nothing should be withheld. That's why we all love your show, Mort. I mean, Juan, because you give the viewers what they want, regardless of how disgusting or sordid or tasteless it is. Oh, and did I mention what a wonderful audience you have? They must be the cream of society. And the crowd goes wild, and like a thousand votes come in after that speech. Is the tape anywhere around here? You do not see it. (laughs) Because I'm ready to... It's not that like thing on a pedestal dust. waiting to <laughs> Okay.
4: So you said Batman's in the green room can he have can he secretly be working on something that they don't uh yes. that, okay. So so Batman's secretly working on something.
1: Oh, <laughs> you're not going to tell us what it is?
4: Okay. Batman is secretly working on some kind of EMP device to go off in case Firestorm can't zap the tape. Okay.
1: Well, you do have an omni gadget left. Can you can have brought a bat EMP. I got it. <laughs> so it's Icicle's turn. He pauses. He's thinking about his answer. Then he puts on a sad, pathetic expression. And he says, It's tough having a lousy power. All I can do is shoot icicles. So I always get beat up. I've been outmoded by all these fancy powers. But with the world's approval, I'll actually feel worthy again. I I could be a contender. And then he starts sobbing, which is very fake. From where you're sitting, this is a fake sobbing. But the audience goes... Aww. And 5,000 votes come in. They're, they're okay. starting to outpace you already. Firestorm, you know,
2: as a hothead, uh, loses his temper and goes, oh my gosh, this is ridiculous. These people are, on a regular basis, try to steal things which take money from you people. And they try and kill people. They kidnap people. They're horrible. They've tried to destroy the planet, which is, by the way, where you all keep your
1: stuff. See? And See? they're just bad See? guys. Bullying. This is bullying, and it happens all the time. Why are we the villains? Why are we even the villains here? They're the ones bullying us. Icicle was part of the, was part of the society, secret society supervillains who tried to kill the Justice Society. That's when Major Disaster goes, Can I, I know I already had my turn. But can I break in here? Juan, and Juan goes, Juan taps his microphone on top of his head, and he goes, yes, go ahead, go ahead. You know, Juan, I, I wonder what sort of sinister secrets these heroes keep that they would, that would cause them to react with such desperate panic at the thought of the free world knowing something about them. Could it be that the Justice League International has some communistic secrets, maybe?
5: I have, uh, wait, 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 I would like to interrupt A, I've already, on behalf of the Justice League International, shown that I have no secrets, as Ashley Aversham, to, sh- to keep from our adoring public. Juan, I have books, Juan is I that have even his figures. real name?
1: Is that even his real name? Yes, it is. It's on the back of my
5: character card for my action figure. And I point to the back of my action figure card.
1: Proof. <laughs> <laughs> but the audience is kind of gasping at all this and like 400 votes come in for the Injustice League. But a couple do come in for the Justice League International as well.
4: Batman has a rebuttal.
1: Okay.
3: (laughs) I just want to remind everyone that the Justice League froze this entire building, one whole floor of this entire building. And not only that, some of the people suffered from frostbite. Rachel lost a toe. Oh, geez.
1: (laughs) Is that even the same person sitting in the green room? I feel like there's more than one Batman here. And this one is way scarier. He's talking about losing body parts. Gorilla Grodd, why should people vote for your team? Well, Mr. Donovan, I belong to a highly intelligent race, and among all the humans I've met, your television audience is the brightest bunch of bananas I've ever encountered. Oh, my God. And then the audience, <laughs> you know, the studio audience, cheers, 400 votes, and then he seems to be thinking, it's like, are you done with your answer? And Gorilla Grodd sort of, Lifts up one big giant finger as well. You know, ape or not, we're just we're just family men. We're just trying to put food on the table. So whether it is bananas or coconuts or some of these guys like steak, it's just about feeding our families. You know, it's not about doing evil. We're just regular Joes, just like your audience and the people at home. And having said that, 500 votes come in. Batman, your EMP is all ready. Gotcha. You've you fine tuned it. Firestorm will take the floor then and be like, Look, we already
2: told you we're just trying to protect our families, and we're out there every day trying to help people because we have special abilities that allow us to help people. That's why we do it. We wouldn't be out there otherwise. These guys, again, they're trying to kill people. How many times has Scarecrow terrorized the entire town of Gotham City? And the only reason their secret identities are public is because they all got arrested.
5: Can I uh, use my hypnosis as mass hypnosis?
2: Oh, I think Gorilla Grodd already is, dude.
1: Well, you can multi-attack, which makes it harder and harder the more people you try to hypnotize. It would be um, impossible to hypnotize people at home, like in the entire population of the United States. That, that would be beyond your hypnosis powers.
5: But I could do, like, the studio audience and one.
1: Mm, at plus seven column shifts for a crowd like this.
5: I'm going to ask a really dumb question, uh-huh. because I don't need to do that. Can I hypnotize the, the control room to... Turn off the numbers and the monitors with the telephone number? Yeah, well, theoretically, yeah, sure. Sure, I'll do that. I'm going to hypnotize the control room, so I'm going to try to use my power of the pyramids. I'm going to spend seven hero points to do it.
1: You need at least the four, so that's pretty easy. Eighteen. It's a, it's a suggestion, it's a hypnotic suggestion, so they don't even notice, but they've turned off the scoreboard. So now no votes seem to be coming in. So the votes are sort of a standstill. Firestorm, would you roll your... A per- roll a perception check. Full vision of 10. Yeah, full vision will be what we use. So I rolled a 10 on my dice. So you needed a seven to succeed. Mm-hmm. So the the wandering head of Professor Stein kind of sees all around, kind of catches a glimpse and whispers in your ear, in your mind, as he usually does. Ronald, it's that Flashman character. He's backstage speaking into a microphone. God.
2: Is he, is he Cyrano de Bergerac or actually be Roxanne? Is he Roxanning the
1: answers to them, Professor? He's being Cyrano, yes. Or they're being, no, they're being Christian. <laughs> How does that play he, go? He
2: would know Cyrano de Bergerac. he would not know Roxanne. It <laughs> doesn't matter. We're on, we're talking the same language here. So if I may, in the same round, I would then do like the, Firestorm used to do this thing in the comics where he would subtly like point just one finger in the direction where he wanted to go mm-hmm. and try and subtly use his restructuring powers.
1: Sure. Okay. I don't know if I can do that. You can. I
2: will use matter manipulation to turn the whatever, like walkie-talkie or microphone or radio, or whatever he's talking into, into just like a, a, a big, uh, a funny-looking clown, like a little toy clown. Okay. I will spend uh, five hero points. As okay.
3: Well.
2: So I'm rolling as a 16, then instead of my 11, and I got 13 on my roll.
1: You only needed three. So that's uh, because with column shifts, baby. Yeah. So
2: the clown. So if I may request, with my extra points, the this, the clown actually squirts water in his face too. I'd like perfect.
1: To Cut to backstage, funky flashman whispering sweet nothings or sweet everythings into the villain's ears, and his little microphone becomes a clown that then splashes little joker clown that splashes water in his face and he's like, what what just as the scarecrow was now answering juan's questions, the scarecrow goes um uh well well, Mr. Donovan, you see i have a uh i have a uh, and he's like Tapping is the side of his mask, like a temple, but closer to his ear, probably. I, I, I have a, 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 a lousy power, I mean, uh, um, free flow, ple 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 information, I, I mean, uh, what, what these guys... Oh, hell. I, I just want the information so I can strike at Batman by destroying his friends and loved ones. Oh! Yes, all the Injustice League members also go... <laughs> go and then uh, Gorilla Grodd uh, and Icicle just grab him and start pummeling him mercilessly. Ah! <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I told you there were bumps right
1: there on TV. <laughs> How
4: do you? What do you do? Well, Batman, you know, briefly enjoys seeing Scarecrow get pummeled, but he figures he better stop Grodd from killing him, so he will come out to try to uh, to try to uh, get Scarecrow away from Grodd and and the other villains. Uh, how he does that, uh, I've got to stop and think about. <laughs>
1: okay, well, see, you, you have to get out of the green room and go down to the studio. That's the first part. So you're heading in that direction. Okay. okay.
0: Hey, Grod, tag me in. I put out <laughs> my hand,
1: and if he doesn't do anything, I just kick him off. Okay, so you want, you want to get into this fight? Yeah, yeah, I'm getting into it. Firestorm looks straight at the camera and says...
2: See people at home. This is what we're talking about. This is what this is what the the villains do to people all the
1: time. Fortunately, the the votes aren't coming in, so there's no movement.
2: I
5: am going to pine to the camera and say, make sure that you buy my books, <laughs> Egyptology by Ashley Haberstrom, and make sure that you continue to fund archaeological research because, as we know, the past is the key to our future. <laughs>
1: Archaeology school. And Juan also moves the camera and tries to get himself inside there in between you two guys. This is great ratings. You're watching Donovan and Derzis is a super villain fight happening right on air, live, and unscripted, which is amazing for this show, but this is unscripted. <laughs> and he runs towards the fight with a cameraman to just to, to get more of the action. And that's when a chair flies out and hits him in the face. Yes! As promised. My does! <laughs> Thank you. By does! No, by does! He screams, uh, staggering in pain and crawling <laughs> under what used to be uh, the Golden Pharaoh's chair. <laughs> and then Batman shows up on stage. It's amazing television.
4: <laughs> so Batman is going to uh, swing in on his bat rope and just grab Scarecrow away from, uh, from Grodd. Okay, that's his that's his plan because he doesn't want to he doesn't want to endanger any of the audience. He just wants to kind of break this up as quickly as possible.
1: All right, so let's roll that initiative since some people are getting into it. Everyone who okay. uh, everyone should roll a one sided ten sided die. A one sided die. die would just give you a simple number, but a, a ten sided
4: die,
5: <laughs> a nineteen total.
4: So that's initiative plus whatever I rolled. Yes. So I got a, a nine. So that gives me a, a twelve. So that gives me a twenty one.
2: I rolled a ten, so I got a twenty-seven for initiative. I rolled uh,
0: four, so it's uh, thirty-two.
2: Damn it! <laughs> oh my goodness, I
5: man, with my nineteen, I'm like, oh, I'm so great.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's really good. Well, my initiative, Hawkman's initiative is twenty-seven without rolling
4: the dice.
2: Well, he is Hawkman. I mean, well, uh, it's no, it's because he's got a good dexterity, intelligence, and influence, is what it is. Yeah, (laughs) that's where it comes from. Oh,
4: wait a minute, wait a minute. That's intelligence I'm talking about, guys. I'm sorry. That INT, that's intelligence. Mine's 36 plus nine, so mine's like 40. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) So mine's 45.
2: David and I are like the turtles over here,
1: man. Jeez. So Batman will be first. Going in the reverse order, Juan will cower under a chair. The audience is just enjoying it. Uh, then Golden Pharaoh, what will you be trying to do, if anything?
5: I, I'm going to, uh, since my reflective field is already up, I'm just going to keep that on. I don't have any movement rolls or dice rolls, so I'm just going to keep my reflective field on.
1: Icicle, Icicle was beating up Scarecrow. I'm going to keep him doing that. Major Disaster will uh, has very powerful powers, so basically he's going to turn on his force field belt. Uh, and do a bit like the Golden Pharaoh at this point. You know, chairs are flying, and he's, he's afraid. So then <laughs> Scarecrow is getting beat up. He will try to release some fear gas in an effort to uh, free himself.
2: So uh, I will return to my previous attempt, and I will try to encase Gorilla Grodd in in like, some sort of steel or some really hard... I'll, I'll look up some material strength, some really hard material strength. Yes.
1: Titanium is probably the... I just don't know if I can make it, but okay.
0: Well, since... Uh... Uh, there's a, a bunch of people there, and and Scarecrow's putting up uh, some gas. Maybe I should try and get that gas out, kick open a door, and use my wings to pull out or push out that gas.
1: All right, you will try to buffet the gas yes. with your air control power. Exactly. Fine, so you will hold your action until the gas is released, basically, and then do that. Gorilla Grodd is going to try to punch Scarecrow until... He can't release the gas anymore because he's um, uh, unconscious. And Batman.
4: Batman's swinging in to grab the scarecrow.
1: Exactly. You're doing that first, as it turns out. Let's use your acrobatics here. And okay. uh, you got to fly in just right to get this guy out. And you want to get enough wraps to uh, get him released from the grips of these villains. Because of Gorilla Grodd's size, especially, you would have to roll a, a 15 on two dice. Okay. Unless you. Jacked up your acrobatics.
4: Okay, uh, so I can use some hero points. How how many hero points can I use? You
1: can spend as many as ten, and in that case, you would have to roll only a seven.
4: Still gonna I'm gonna boost my use ten hero points, so because I'm gonna make this work. So <laughs> so I'll go in and I'll I'll roll two dice. So I've got twenty, and I'll roll two dice to see what we get. I got a uh, seventeen.
1: Okay, and it also gives you three. Column shifts. Thanks to the column shift, normally you couldn't shift something that Gorilla Grodd is holding, but because you got column shifts here, bonuses, uh, because you rolled so well, Gorilla Grodd ends up with a piece of a shirt in his hand. A uh, sort of almost bare chested scarecrow is pulled out of there by Batman and sort of in rappelling over, you're sort of like swinging over the audience with a half naked scarecrow. As you
4: do, as. Straws <laughs> everywhere.
1: <laughs> Gorilla Grod, his action is sort of stymied, punching at the chair and breaks the chair apart, which uh, we then follow with Hawkman, who is in holding pattern in case he needs to buffet some gas but doesn't look like the gas is going to be released. Then we follow that up with Firestorm. Okay,
2: did a little research here. So uh, steel is only a 12. Promethium, though, I don't have titanium. Promethium's a 20. So I'm going to go for broke here and try and make Promethium. Okay. All right. So, oh uh, well, I, I guess going for Brooks technically a thing, but oh well. I, I'm going to use uh, my char- my hero points to double my power to 22. Okay. So I'll spend to try and create this Prometheum, which is well beyond my ability, since my ability is only 11, and I'm going up against a 20 here. So by spending 11 points, puts me at 22 versus a 20. If I'm reading this right, I need a nine. Yes. I think. Okay. Correct. Here we go. Come on. Come on,
1: baby. I just spent 11 character points. Don't fail me, dice. I got an 11. It's just enough. In fact, it is a column shift. Woo-hoo! So you uh, you manage to encase Gorilla Grodd, who is the more dangerous character here, in a block of Prometheum. There's no getting out of that.
2: Well, I, le- I leave his head exposed so he can breathe, which, okay. by the way, leaves us uh, at a disadvantage with his mental powers. But just saying. I say, uh, I say something like, uh, stop, Grodd, you're going bananas. With all the zingers. Well, it's Firestorm. He's like Spider-Man.
5: No more monkeying around, Grodd. Oh,
2: that would have been so much better. (laughs) I spend one more character point to change my
1: my quip. Okay. (laughs) Sure, why not? To that. Thank you, David. Scarecrow being in Batman's clutches. It's his turn? It is his turn. He releases the fear gas. Oh, noes. And it's over the audience. You're swinging over the audience, streaming fear gas. It's going everywhere except on stage. So all the characters involved are on stage and fine, but the audience starts to panic. And, of course, Batman has to resist this power. It's like
2: Dark Knight Returns with Joker or whatever, or The Letterman Show.
1: So the fear starts to hit you, Batman. Uh, and it's very specifically the fear that these 900 numbers are going to cause the death of a Robin. So <laughs> 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 so where is this phobia power? Where- let-, let me look it up here. Batman's fear of failure. So I'm gonna roll. I've got uh, phobia 13, just to make it very transparent. And this uh, 13, I'm gonna roll against the intelligence and mind of the Batman, which pretty good to start with. Like, I gotta say, he's, he's, no, he's no slouch. I need to hit a nine. I have not done that. So Batman is too smart. He knows this is fake, and his mind immediately dispels it. It's ridiculous. It would never happen. (laughs) Smartly, he resists. But the public down below, uh, they're just panicking and running to the back doors or cowering in fear in their seats. You don't know what they're seeing, but they're, I mean, it's... Let's say it's more extreme than the usual Donovan show.
4: Scarecrow, you have failed. No group of citizens would ever vote to kill a young 13-year-old boy. What kind of horrible person who will later host podcasts would do such a thing?
1: And since the icicle and Major, dis- major Disaster aren't really doing anything on stage uh, because they've lost their prey, we finally get to the Golden
4: Pharaoh.
5: I'm thinking... Will my hypnosis stop the... I'm asking on my comms with Batman. Will my hypnosis calm the crowd, Batman?
4: It's worth a try.
5: I endeavor to do that just a moment when my turn is here. <laughs> no, uh, that's not going to be my turn this turn, but next right.
1: turn. Right, I can give Hawkman... Uh, Hawkman is a fast flyer. So knowing that he wanted to buffet the gas... He may react to the gas, even though it's not in his area right now. He may still try to buffet the gas, like disperse it, so that its its particulates aren't so concentrated. That's exactly what I want to do. All right, so you fly over there in the middle of the gas cloud and um, use your air control. I warn you that any failure will make you fall under its spell. (laughs) Oh no, I'm not afraid
0: of anything except cats. Continuity. You
2: a... <laughs> know, right? I was just gonna say you're scared of John Ostrander and uh, and Tim Truman.
1: <laughs> I was just gonna say like Shaira dying or something, but okay. So you um, you go over there and air control. You have a four in that ability. All you need is to succeed. Let's put some hero points on there. Okay. Well, four. So let's say you double it. You're rolling uh, with yep. an eight, and let's calculate the volume of this cloud to maybe. I don't know, 30 cubic feet? That makes sense? You will need a nine on your dice. I rolled six. <laughs> okay. You get in there. It's, it's not very easy to buff it at the speed you're trying to do it. It's because we're inside. We're inside. And you're attacked. Hawkman is overcome with fears <laughs> of uh, you see a vision of your wife. Let's, let's use that. Married drawback. They want it to be a drawback. And metal wings. And metal wings, (laughs) and the hog god, and all of that. These visions make you panic and cocoon inside your wings as you fall to the floor. That sounds about right.
2: If only they just said five years ago! (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, that's a deep cut if
1: you get the joke. Oh yeah, we get it. Suddenly, there is a loud buzzer that goes off. uh, And uh, somebody in the control room kind of woke up and adjusted the... The scoreboard and the Injustice League has 40,000 votes. The Justice League has a million votes. This fight has oh, really wow. turned the tide. <laughs> Immediately, the villains quit fighting. But I mean, basically, Icicle and Major Disaster decide to just sit down uh, depressed and go, Oh, we screwed that one up. Gorilla Grod is in a metal block, so there's not much doing there. And the Scarecrow is in Batman's arms. And Batman's resisted him. So only Hawkman on the outs, as far as the heroes go. But that wasn't really on camera, you know? Whenever it's Ah. our turn again, I do want
2: to make sure that Funky Flashman doesn't get away. Because, you know, he's been hiding backstage all this time, so he could try and uh, get... You know, anyway, he's part of the bad guys. We want to stop him,
1: too. Okay, so Juan comes out of... He's the last one that hasn't moved. So he comes out of under the chair where he was hiding. And uh, he's got blood coming out of his nose. He still has his microphone, so he goes... Oh, uh, congratulations! Justice League, you've won fair and square. The Manhunters tape will be award- awarded to you right after this important commercial. Oh, what? No, we're out of time. I'm afraid. I'm sorry, folks. Um, Juan Donovan will come back tomorrow and we'll show you highlights. We'll film it and show you highlights from the moment where we give the tape to the Justice League. And then there's like, on monitors, you can see credits going. Uh, the show's gone long. He blows a kiss to camera. The applause sign lights up, but the studio audience <laughs> is just screaming. They're still under the effects of the fear gas. <laughs> that's, that's fine. It's not the first time. And uh, once the cameras are all turned off, you see the lights blink out. Donovan comes up to the closest hero, which is uh, probably Firestorm and um, Golden Pharaoh. He says, uh, you know, I never really wanted to play your secrets on TV. That's not, not really my style. Are the cameras off? Yes, the cameras are off. I punch him in the face. (laughs) (laughs) Roll decks.
2: Hell yeah. (laughs) I'm pulling my punch, by the way. I'm not trying to kill him or anything. I have a seven, and I rolled a ten.
1: Falls to the ground. Holding his nose, it's like, oh, it's double broke now. It's double broke.
5: Evil shall never triumph over good. Not while Justice League International is here. So by the power of the pyramids... I command you to leave this area forever. Never cross the path of Justice League International again. Hey, I just, I, I couldn't understand the stupid tape anyway. And then I use my hypnosis. No, not the hypnosis. So I'm going to roll my dice spend seven hero points
2: oh geez just out of curiosity for specification here you told him never to cross our path but you also said to leave this place forever which is his own studio right
1: yeah i'm telling you
5: leave this place forever that is what i'm telling you leave this place forever you're
1: attacking juan's massive intelligence of two and mind of two (laughs) (laughs) it's got a big influence though i bet you need to roll a three to succeed
5: i rolled uh i rolled a Doubles, uh, 18. So do if I you roll, roll doubles, again?
1: You gotta roll again. Yeah.
5: Keeps going. <laughs> and then two tens.
1: And roll again.
5: <laughs> and then a three and a seven.
1: That's so 48? Is that That what is got? 48.
5: 48.
1: He's lobotomized. <laughs> <laughs> so that's nine column shifts. You successfully implant that suggestion in him. And, uh, as soon as the, everything's over, the story's over, he, he will, in some sort of cutscene, leave WGBS TV forever to make sure he never encounters a Justice League member. Will leave town and go to a small town where there's never any superhero action, uh, and will live a a uh, tedious but very normal, fameless life in a trailer somewhere.
4: I was gonna say you could put the suggestion in his head that not only does he leave, but then WGBS replaces his show with a hundred thousand dollar pyramid hosted by Golden Pharaoh. No, my
5: God. That would have been amazing. (laughs) However, I figured one command at a time, (laughs) but that's (laughs) brilliant.
2: I like to imagine that Juan moves to like, uh, I don't know, Manchester, Alabama, and then Impulse shows up, so he has to leave. And then he moves to Blue Valley, Nebraska, and then (laughs) Kid Flash and Stargirl, and he has to leave. I just like to think he keeps moving to these small towns and heroes keep
1: moving in and he keeps having to leave. I think that's a good, that that will be a good epilogue to tack on at the end of the issue. For now... uh, In the middle of a sentence, he was telling you that he didn't understand the the stupid tape. Anyway, it's some sort of secret man, Hunter co. And then as you hypnotize him, at first you think, okay, this is my hypnosis. But then once you've implanted the suggestion, his eyes go kind of blank even more, uh, which is not the usual effect that you get out of people. And uh, he starts to say, the tape is in a vault on the 14th floor, room 1406B combination eight 56 21 five and then from the other side of the room gorilla grod in a block of metal tells icicle icicle go get it and icicle is sort of using a iceman slide to take off and i guess he's leaving to get that tape
3: then batman says firestorm follow him now
2: as I'm commanded, I fly after him, and I actually I try and blast him while I'm flying. Then, so I'm flying. I'm going to do the energy blast rather than uh like a, a you know manipulation. So at an eleven, hoping that maybe some heat. Oh my gosh, well double nines. That never happens. Awesome. Uh, Eighteen. So then keep going here. Plus another nine would be what's that? 27. twenty-seven. All right,
1: can't be good for icicle. It melts the ice right under him and his hard-coding shell melts, he falls to the floor.
2: He's out. Awesome. From my insanely overpowered
1: character I'm playing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys know? do next, now that you know the location of the tape, which Juan still hasn't given you, and likely won't, because he feels very strongly about not crossing paths with a Justice League member ever again.
3: Firestorm, get that tape and destroy it. <laughs> <That> man's gopher. <laughs> What do you look like in Pixie Boots? No, just oh good Lord
5: <laughs> Didn't Batman have an EMP? He could just launch the EMP.
1: Batman does have an EMP.
4: That's a last minute. I'm 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 gonna give Firestorm the chance to use his powers first because the EMP would knock out every other electronic thing around too, so he doesn't want to unless he has to. <laughs> the last it's the last the batman of the outsiders
1: (laughs) would never have let an outsider get the finishing shot so this is good leadership (laughs) well
2: if if it's up to firestorm i'm willing to step back and let any other player characters take care of this whichever um you you tell me here guys
0: i might be too scared to do it hawkman's covered in popcorn
4: and soda and everything from rolling around in the floor all those feathers are covered in gunk from the studio audience now
0: Hot oh gods, metal wings. All right, then uh, Firestorm will fly up there. He'll, he'll turn
2: in uh, immaterial, fly straight up to the, what, what did he say, the 14th floor? Mm-hmm.
1: Down, actually, yeah.
2: Oh, down. Okay, I'm sorry. Fly down, find the office that was indicated. And again, just flying right through the walls, uh, and then find the safe and turn the door into um, pixie stick dust, like, you know, like the candy, <laughs> and uh, reach in there and take the
1: disc. All right, well, it's, it's just, it's a tape. It's full of tapes, unmarked. Hmm. Firestorm, I need birdseed. I need birdseed now.
0: Batman, uh, boss. No, it's not Batman. It's I- it's Hawkman. I need
2: birdseed. Shut up, Hawkman. Gosh, Batman. Do am I destroying all the tapes or just grabbing them?
3: Destroy them. Change them into balloons or something. I
1: change them into balloons or something. All right. easy enough to do. So you turn all the tapes in the vault into balloons, or something indiscriminately, or yeah, or something.
5: 99 love balloons.
1: That's good. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. An intern sees you do this and goes, <gasps> "Juan Donovan's complete collection of 1960s Doctor Who." <laughs> <laughs> i should have saw that coming <laughs> <laughs> but the tape was in there so you have destroyed the manhunter tape as well and your secrets are safe i mean safe
4: i thought you were going to go with the like the the missing footage from the zapruder film or something but no you you went with dr who's so that's it good, had so. to hurt shag
2: <laughs> yeah, right exactly
4: <laughs> same date which is oddly enough right so
3: <laughs> mm. oh, big day for
4: wiping <laughs> So then normally
1: at the end of an adventure, we I would give hero points to the characters. Here it's a bit irrelevant because obviously the uh, uh the characters aren't continuing to have other adventures, and so you're not accumulating hero points in the way that normal players and player characters would. But to give the the audience an idea of how this would go, the end game, uh the way the standard award is calculated, uh well here the level of opposition was inferior. Sorry, in Justice League.
2: Gorilla Grod
1: is inferior? Well, he didn't really do well, did he? So that's a 15 points. Then there are critical points that can get you points. Retrieving the tape, which were even odds, is a three. And you get that as well. The area of consequence was worldwide in this case, as everybody would know your secrets and you are international. Severity is permanent but non-fatal. So all of that together gives you a total of 43 Additional hero points, which you would normally add on your character sheet. And hopefully you didn't spend as much as you got. And that is how it works. Would each person get the 43 or does it split evenly? Yes. Oh, nice. Everyone would get 43 points. And for a hero like the Golden Pharaoh, that is quite a lot.
2: (laughs) Quite a lot
5: of hero points.
1: Yes. But for Batman, it's like, "Mm, just another day. You know, I got like four titles. (laughs) Whatever it is.
5: So are we in the epilogue of the uh, adventures of Squid?
1: Yes. Once the endgame has been spoken, it's time for the epilogue. Of course, we already know the Juan Donovan's one-pager, uh, but what about the rest?
5: Having given up my identity publicly on television,
1: I realized that there's probably
5: not a place for me in the Justice League of International, uh, and I go and I retire to my archaeological digs, hoping that the fame from this adventure will lead to more funding for my ad- egyptology experiments i hang up the staff and the weird wing thing that i have
1: <laughs> <laughs> is this the reason we've never heard of the golden pharaoh in normal continuity is this the origin of that this is the origin there you go the one, the one adventure <laughs> <laughs> what about batman
4: oh it's just another day for batman he takes he takes uh, jonathan crane back to arkham asylum throws him in the cell he goes back home and uh he uh, sells off uh, his interest in WGBS because he wants nothing to do with them, and then they, uh, you know, they go out of business uh, shortly <laughs> thereafter. So
1: <laughs> Morgan Edge couldn't save it. That's right. They lost their popular TV host, so that's perfect. Yeah. Uh, Hawkman has uh, come back from his Fear Factor experience.
0: Yeah, I, I wake up and look at everybody around, and I had this awful dream. I was somewhere, and and you were there, and you were there. <laughs> <laughs> and and you were there, and you had no brain, and you had no heart, and you had no courage. <laughs>
2: I think I'm
1: okay. Let's go grab a bite. Oh, Professor, look at the time. I got to get to basketball practice. Oh, Ronald, my life is a shambles, and all you can think of is sports. I don't want to get kicked off the team. I might lose my girlfriend, too. <sighs> Big sigh from the giant head. And suddenly, this firestorm in front of you splits into two particles that fly across the country back to Pittsburgh.
2: You need to read some more firestorm comics. That That is not how
1: it works at all.
2: No, firestorm flies out of the building, through the wall, flies across town to New York to Bradley High School. He splits right there. And then Ronnie goes into the high school. Professor Stein's like, crap, I hope I have enough money for a taxi. And then takes his taxi back to his uh, Concord Research Center where he works.
1: I stand corrected. So my only regret throughout this is that the Golden Pharaoh did not get hit with fear gas uh, because I think his fear of being a plaything for giant children would have been pretty cool.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Can I reveal something about Golden Pharaoh now? A bigger fear for Golden Pharaoh. This is confession time for me, and I and I feel completely ashamed of this, but I've got to admit to it. Uh, when I was probably a, like ten, 11, well, like, it was like eleven, twelve, not too long after the Superpowers series that ended, I had Golden Pharaoh, and uh, some buddies of mine convinced me that it would be cool if we put an M80 in an action figure and Ooh. blew it up. Oh my gosh. <laughs> And I thought, well, Golden Pharaoh sucks because he's not Blue Beetle, he's not Nightwing, he's some made-up character, and so he was chosen to die <laughs> in that, in that oh regard. Oh
3: god!
1: Haversham, <laughs> No!
4: So Golden Pharaoh a-
1: has three appearances. Third volume of Superpowers, the comic, this adventure... And Toy Story.
4: Yeah, exactly. So I briefly for, went from Andy to Sid in that one day. Yeah, and I'm, I'm not totally ashamed of it. it. It keeps me up at night. And it's probably one reason why I collect so many action figures, because I want to give them a safe place to to stay and live. So <laughs> <That's> so,
0: <aw. laughs>
5: so. sorry, wow, David. This, this became a much darker episode of League International than I have ever read
4: it's all about healing though see I need, I need to confess that I need to heal this is how I'm healing
1: <laughs> that's a good closer I think so thanks guys we're going to forego the usual listener feedback here so, because this has been a longer episode we'll take care of that next time hope you enjoyed our little game and uh, maybe uh, my guests and uh, former co-hosts is that what you want to call yourself Shag should, uh, <laughs> should pimp your projects at this point so uh, David what are you working on?
5: currently working on the only living girl volume three which should be out in the near future i just recently released ghost recon breakpoint which is a video game i wrote for ubisoft and i'm the co-host of for the love of comics podcast where you can listen to anywhere where finer podcasts
1: are sold they don't cost so much (laughs) podcasts (laughs) they know they're free it's free to listen
5: to (laughs) <laughs> and you can find me on twitter at, at david gallagher
1: and his twitter will actually explain why he's playing the golden pharaoh in a way because that twitter does a lot of stuff with forgotten characters characters from alt media that should belong in the dc universe but aren't quite there it's a good plug bass
0: well i'm uh, covering uh zero hour with uh with uses good so uh you can check out the zero hour strikes podcast on the network news to me
4: Chris? Uh, I'm on the network here on the Water Podcast Network. I do JLU cast with my wife, Cindy, Batman Nightcast with Ryan, and uh, Power Records and Superman Movie Minute with Rob
1: and Shag. You can find
2: me in a number of places on the Fire and Water Podcast Network, but probably most relevant to this episode is you can find me uh, as one of the co-hosts of Aquaman and Fires from the Fire and Water Podcast. You can find me as the host of Justice League International Blah Ha, ha Podcast, and you can find me on back episodes of Hero Points and uh, hopefully again sometime in the future for Hero
1: Points. Yes, we've got plans for that and until then, Let's, let's roll! roll.